Welcome to the JPR Group Podcast, brought to you by the JPR Group of Baird Private Wealth Management. We're dedicated to bringing our clients, colleagues, and centers of influence the latest in wealth strategies, ideas, and information to keep you informed and confident. Also, listen in on conversations with industry leaders and interesting people from around the country that are changing the landscape of their businesses. This is the JPR Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the December 2020 JPR Group Advisor Roundtable. I'm Drew Ritchie, and we are here today with our partners, Sean Perry, Mike Jennings, and Joshua Marson. Uh, The goal of today is to give a little bit of a recap over 2020, the markets uh, that we've experienced over, over the last year, the uncertainty that's played out over the last year since we all went into uh, went into shutdown back in March of this year. Um, Mike's going to give some historical perspective on how the year compares to things that we've seen in the past. And then Josh is going to offer uh, some forecasts on what what we might expect for 2021. And then uh, last, Sean's going to follow up with changes that we've made in our practice to navigate the uncertainty that we've seen and how we want to position ourselves and our clients on on into the future. But before we begin, I just want to offer a, a, a note of thanks to our clients. You all have been so resilient with us over the last year. Um, it has been tough. As you can see, I'm the only one in the office today. We have the rest of our advisor team working at home this week, and what we're doing is currently alternating schedules. So we're keeping the office open. We have staff here, um, but it is just uh, a little too uncertain right now to, to come back full force. We hope things change soon, but first and foremost, we just appreciate each of you all for sticking sticking through this, uh, this crazy time that we've been through. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into our conversation with Mike. Mike, it's been a crazy year. Uh, how does this compare to things that you've seen and lived through in the past? Thanks, Drew. Uh, Well, there's no way that anyone can guarantee that uh, an investor will make money in the market, but we can almost guarantee that someone that sells out during a market decline will not make money. 2020 has reminded us of two very important lessons uh, that we must remember in order to have a chance of being profitable in our investing. Lesson number one, market declines do occur and should be expected. And lesson number two, when the market does decline, it's imperative that investors stay the course and not sell out. Let me repeat those. Number one, market declines do occur and should be expected. Number two, when the market decline occurs, it's imperative that investors stay the course and not sell out. Uh, I started in business in 1986, and in that 34 plus years, I have seen the S&P market average declined 20% or more on eight different uh, years. And I've seen a 30% or more decline five different years. The 30% declines occurred in 1987, 2000, 2001, 2008, and 2020. The 34% decline in 87 took two days. The 30% decline in 2000 and 2001 was over a period of several weeks. The 2008 decline was over a period of several months. Uh, And finally, the the, the 30% decline that we experienced in 2020 
was in just a few days over a month. The market hit a high of, uh, on February the 19th. It hit the low March the 23rd. Uh, the U.S. economy has proven to be resilient. Uh, in every one of those 30%, every one of the 20% declines, uh, the market did recover. Uh, and in every one of those cases, investors that sold when the market was cheap did not recover uh, very quickly the way that those that stayed the course. The lessons to be learned uh, that we continually want to remind our clients, market declines do occur and should be expected. And when the market does decline, it's imperative that investors stay the course, not sell out. And 2020 has been a great reminder of that. Thank you, Drew. Oh, those are those are great points, and it's always important to look at at, at history and learn from history. And, and it's um, you know I think a, a point worth making that we need to remember this time period that we've lived through as well, and and use that to our advantage going forward. That we have have lived through a crazy time. We've made it, um, you know, not not on the other side yet. Um, but moving moving forward. So, Mike, thanks for that perspective and, and really, you know, just kind of going back and looking at how that compares to really just over the course of your career. You know, we could we could go even back further through U.S. history um, if we chose to. But, yeah, thanks for that. Josh, um, what, do, what do we see going forward as we kind of try to call our way back through 2021? Yeah, Drew. So as we, as we look forward into 2021, there's quite a few things to be optimistic about considering uh, what we've all experienced this year. Um, certainly a welcome fresh start to a new year, um, but really on an economic front and more global economics, there's three items that, I, that I'd really like to discuss. Number one is with the recent news on vaccination rollouts and implementations, that could very well accelerate and jumpstart an economic global recovery into 2021. Uh, it's gonna take time for the rollout and for everybody to be uh, inoculated. Um, patience is a must at this point, but as we get closer and closer uh, to vaccinations across the globe, that's gonna continue to, to increase the likelihood of a global uh, recovery. Number two, central banks around the world are most likely to maintain uh, a low yield environment and to maintain a uh, accommodative um, package as far as their governments go. Number three, I like to put it into, there's a few different buckets in there, but number one, if you look at investor confidence in the United States throughout the year, of course, we had a decline in March and through the summer. But we've gradually seen investor confidence continue to move back up. So that just means that people are feeling better and better about the economic outlook and better and better about spending some of their hard-earned money. <clears throat> Something else that we've seen that, that's a positive moving into 2021 is that as we've, as we've moved further into the year, the breadth of the, the, the market has has expanded. So we've had more participation, uh, whether it be large cap, mid cap, small cap, 
uh, international emerging markets, as everybody starts to participate in the recovery, um, that bodes well for a 2021. And then the last thing is, you know, it, it seems to be a, a very fluid environment and we, we could possibly get some type of a stimulus package in the United States. I know there's bipartisan deals on the table, um, much less than it was proposed earlier in the year. But really, we have a lot of runway going into 2021. And of course, you know, we, we can't look and see if all those things are going to happen, but we we have a very good starting point for, for a good year in 2021. Thanks for that, Josh. Um, you know, I, I was talking to a, a client earlier uh, earlier in the week, and we had, you know, kind of talked about what had happened over the last year. And we were reminded that last winter, when we went through our annual review cycle, we were reflecting on how great the markets had been in 2019 and had just said that 2019 was, you know, what would average out to be almost two years worth of really good returns. And if 2020 was more or less flat, we would be, you know, could probably live with that, capturing in the gains that we had made in 19. So who would have ever imagined that we were on the cusp of the year that we've had, how resilience, uh, resilient that the markets could be, and, you know, really where we're, where we're set up for at this point in 2021. Um, so thanks for that, Josh. As, as you all know, we've had a lot of changes in our practice this year. It's been hard to communicate with our clients. We, uh, we're a social group. We love being with each other. We love being with, um, you know, with our team and our clients. We host a lot of events and that's all really come to a standstill. So we uh, have tried to be innovative, learn new technologies and embrace the circumstances we're in as we navigate, um, you know, have navigated an unprecedented time. Sean, um, we've, we've made so many changes in our practice. Uh, you and I have had lots of sleepless nights with how we're going to communicate with people and how we're going to be in touch and, and still provide the type of service that we really pride ourselves on. Um, speak, to, speak to our clients around the changes that we've implemented in our practice to do that this year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thanks, Mike and Josh, for that. As as Drew was mentioning, we've made a lot of changes. Um, a couple of just follow-up things from what Drew said. Just a, as a reminder, we're currently operating with our door uh, closed and locked at the office and working with a 30% capacity right now, just out of an abundance of caution, given Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. Um, meetings in the first quarter are going to be virtual where possible. Um, Baird's currently not recommending for us to have clients in the office through the end of this year, and we have currently planned our work environment out through the end of February. All of our staff has full work from home setups and our office has been participating in a workforce of the future initiative through Baird, which Drew had mentioned on a couple of calls in the past. We are one of five offices in the country and it gives us access to additional technology that allows us to be more connected uh, while we're at home. So Michelle's gonna be reaching out proactively to schedule review meetings. As we close out 2020, I know we're all excited about that, but we just wanted to share a few new initiatives that we've rolled out in response to this new environment we've been in. I'm super thankful for our team, our flexibility, and our willingness to not say we're going to wait until quarantine's over to do X. You know, our team has consistently communicated with each other and with clients through many different mediums. 
One is, as I mentioned with technology, we all have work from home setups. And when the quarantine happened, we quickly pivoted to three WebEx licenses that allowed our second half reviews to go pretty smoothly. Um, our client communications has expanded. Our podcasts have become more regular. Uh, we've shifted our CMOs to a virtual environment. We started a JPR advocate, which is from our service team to clients and prospects on a monthly basis. And we've also started an, another email called the JPR Connection. And that's coming from the JPR group to our centers of influences and to our clients' trusted advisors. So keep your eyes out in 2021 for some new initiatives and communications that we'll be rolling out. One of those being a new website. So stay tuned for that. So we just want to thank you for your continued trust. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas and we look forward to seeing everybody in the new year. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Sean, for that. And, you know, a, a benefit of all of these new technologies and ways of communicating are that many of those are going to continue on, uh, you know, through COVID, through this environment, through 2021 and, and well on into the future. One of the things that we had committed to doing in 2020 before this happened was being in better touch and a better service to our clients that are regionally and nationally located outside of our um, direct area here in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So um, we have definitely come a long way in embracing the technologies to do that. Um, so thanks for that update. Very comprehensive. Again, thank you to all of our clients. Thank you to everyone listening and watching today. We look forward to you know, knock on wood, seeing you back live in our office in 2021. But until then, we will, uh, our commitment is to be in touch uh, through all of the different avenues that we can, provide education, provide information, and most of all, service to you all. We um, truly appreciate the opportunity to serve each and every one of you. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you in 2021. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You may visit our website at thejprgroup.com for more information about our team or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to speak to a financial advisor on our team, please contact our office at 270-467-9664. We hope to hear from you soon. This podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. The information is considered to be from reliable sources, but its accuracy is not guaranteed. The opinions expressed are those of the show's host and guest and are not necessarily those of Robert W. Baird and Company, Inc. Baird does not offer tax or legal advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Inc., a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.